Greetings and welcome to the Trauma and Social Work Podcast. Thank you for listening to Season 2. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen, or pencil, a warm cup of tea, and let's get down to business. This season is to focus on the voices of others impacted by trauma. Although I may speak on behalf of others with their permission, this is still their voice. You will hear from social workers, parents, families, children, teenagers, clinicians, and just so much more. You will hear from all people, regardless of their heritage, ethnic background, gender or sexuality, identification, social economic status, and much more. Let's take a deep, profound listening to all voices. podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Well, 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 welcome back. Last week, I reviewed some ideas about the role of fathers. First, the ways research, particularly to African-American men, described fathers to be. And then next, the assumption of categories that fathers were placed to. And finally, I introduced the concept of a loving father. I will describe what I mean by loving by introducing Albert to you. This is his voice. I was born in a small town in Louisiana. There were only black folks there, and we all knew each other. I lived with my mom and dad. I had two sisters, two brothers, and I was the youngest of the bunch. My mom was mean. She was mean to all of us kids. I can't recall a time she gave hugs, kisses, none of that. My dad, my dad was a good and hard worker. He worked every day. I don't like to overthink issues about my parents because that's just not who they were. You see, my mom was a product of slavery. My mother's mom, my grandmother, was a slave. And my father, my grandfather, was a slave master. They created my mom and she lived in that world as a child. She never talked about our history and the family and no one in the family asked questions. So talking about this now is uncomfortable and goes against the beliefs, the norms in my family. My mom met my dad, not sure how they met, but it appeared my dad loved my mom. He worked hard and he did everything she wanted. He tried his best to love her, but Some parts of her were just so unlovable. 
As I said, I don't remember much about my childhood. I'm sure I played, but what I remember most was work. It seemed to me that we worked all the time. I liked school for the most part, but we had to work in the fields and around the house most of the time. It was not pleasant living in Louisiana. I was still young when my family moved to Los Angeles. It was different, very different. There were other cultures and different ways people interacted with you. For me, a lot of bad shit happened. My older brothers constantly were getting into trouble. My older sister got addicted to that crack stuff. And although when they were living, they watched over me, they fought for me and gave me support. My mom, you know, she just who she was. And by this time, my father had passed away. One of the earliest memories was in high school. I had a best friend, Earl. He was always getting to trouble and doing something. He came to me just shortly before school had ended and asked for me to meet with him. He wanted to hang out and smoke marijuana. Now he knew I didn't do drugs. That stuff just never was a part of me. I guess because I saw how it destroyed my sister at such a young age. Earl, though, he was convincing. So I told him I would meet up. We hung out after school, and although I didn't smoke marijuana, we laughed and had fun. The next thing I remember was he was falling down. His body was shaking a lot. He tried to get some help, but he died just like that. We were hanging out and laughing, and he was gone. This was hard. Being a young man, I never talk about this. My mom never knew, but my older brother, he had a way of giving me comfort, although we never talked about it. You see, men don't always have to talk about stuff in order to work through stuff. Then there were the women. Woo! I didn't have a lot of relationships, only a few. So I was nervous around women. I didn't know how to talk to them or to be with them. Plus, women were really mean just mean sometimes. Most of the women in my life had this attitude, this hatred. So I didn't want to get caught up in all of this stuff. So I stayed away, just like what my mom taught me to stay away. My three wishes about my past. Well, I wished my mom was loving. I wished my mom loved me. I wished, well, that's enough about that. My second wish, I guess it was in my marriage. I did something. I was in an argument with my wife. We were fighting over our child. I got so mad. I was so angered. So I hit her. When it happened, it happened so fast. I was shocked. I left the house. I was in a deep, painful place. This is something I never forgave myself for doing. It never happened again, but I regret that moment. And 50 plus years later, I still have regrets for this. I wish I'd never done it. Third, I wish I had been a better parent. I have children 
and I don't have the best relationship with my kids. I've done stuff to them and they've done things to me. I didn't know how to love and I made mistakes along the way. I didn't know how to work with their mothers. I grew up in a time when co-parenting wasn't talked a lot about or even encouraged, especially for black men. I did what I saw other men do. I think about this quite often. I want my sons to forgive me. I'm not perfect and I try to teach them about not using drugs. I tried to be available when they wanted to talk. I encouraged them to leave women when they got upset. I was a hard worker. I bought a house and provided stability in my home. My daughter, well, this relationship has seemed to work itself out, but I regret that I wasn't there for her during her early years. I know she had her struggles. She taught me how to love even when she was a girl. Her playfulness and loving heart gave me many sleepless nights. I recall talking to her. I recall taking her and all the kids for yearly trips to our family ranch. This was vital for her to be around our family. I wanted her around other women, aunts and cousins. I remember a particular time she was immensely angered with me at the farm. I believe it was Thanksgiving. The women had prepared the food. When you live on a farm, you hunt, kill, and prepare dinner. The main dish was a pig, and it was delicious. This was a specialty, a sort of privilege in our family. However, she did not like the idea of eating a pig. She cried, cried, and cried. Finally, she wanted to go home. And I tried to comfort her, but she was sad. I felt terrible for her, put her on my lap, hugged her and let her cry until she stopped. I'm not sure if I even ate that day and maybe something else was going on for her. I didn't realize at the time, but her pain was my pain. I never experienced anything like this, feeling someone else's pain in this way. After that, we had a few more trips to the family ranch and I made sure the pig was different. My family still ate roasted pig, but we did not put it on the table. Instead, we had the butcher cut it up so she didn't have to see it. Our family felt just so bad for her and I wanted her to be happy. I have shared part of Albert's story with you. I was blessed with the opportunity to spend a significant amount of time with him. He has since passed away and the last months of his life were revealing, inspiring, and opened my eyes to see the lovableness in all fathers. Every father has a story to share. Every father has their perception. Some of it is rooted in their unresolved pains, you know, the unconscious stuff. Some of it passes from one generation to the next. Albert was born into the world for a reason. He has many experiences, painful, sad, lonely, scary, all of which have tried to figure out on his own. 
Yet, he learned to love despite all of this. He loved, not in the American way, not like women say you are to love. He learned to love like a father in his way. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. Like below and subscribe to my channel. I will end by saying, the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself. Ancient Kemetic Proverbs.